0: Let's dive into improving our state of being. Hello, podcast fam. I am really excited to bring you a bonus episode today. I want you to first know that this will not take away from regular programming, but the intention here is to share another big part of my life, which is the concept of surrender. I've touched on it several times within our normal, regular programming in interviews with others, but I really wanted to dive in a little bit deeper and share some bonus episodes just surrounding this concept. It's been such a significant part of my life for the last two plus years that I have actually created a master heart, and I just made that name up because I wanted to kind of get out of the mind and into the heart, but the intention is to bring like-minded people together who are interested in diving deeper in a spiritual journey and talk about the concept of releasing the control that we often have in our lives. And so I do dive deeper with These women who are in my group, and it's not closed only to women, it's just what has happened over the last three rounds. But in addition to doing that sort of behind closed doors, I wanted to start bringing this concept out to a larger quantity of people. It may be something that you've been thinking about, but didn't really have a group to speak about it with, or maybe you thought you were alone. And I want you to know that you're not, and these conversations are being had, and they really are. Making our lives so much lighter, brighter, more dynamic by opening the door to these conversations. So, in the process of talking about surrender, first, the truth is that surrender does not mean to give up. So, it does not mean that we throw in the white flag and that we're kind of checking out of life, but rather it means to give over to a larger source that we are recognizing and acknowledging and validating is supporting us. Because it's hard to surrender if we don't feel or have the faith that something is supporting us. So the first step there is to accept that we are not alone here. And we have evidence of that everywhere. So this isn't really something that we need to read in a book or have somebody say, but sometimes we just need the gentle reminder. So if we think about, you know, our birth or or the birth of our child, there's not a whole lot on the whole that we did to make that happen. I mean, clearly there are steps and roles that we played, but, you know, the differentiation of the cells into differing organs and the timeline of gestation, and just the amazing, magical concept of birth, birthing a human into this world, even if we just were to zoom in and focus on that, it would be sufficient to sort of prove this point. But there are many other instances in our life that prove the point as well. So what I want to talk about on this episode, and I'm really just going to come here with whatever's on my heart. So there's very little planning. (laughs) This morning, I sort of thought about this and said, okay, that's what we're going to talk about today. And the concept here is disconnecting the dots. And I'll go into what I mean by that. But often I talk about unlearning. And I think the concept of disconnecting dots is a very similar idea, but maybe just put in a different way. So if we think back to all of the areas in our life that we started to connect dots, right? We were born into this world, we really had no way of knowing what this world was going to be like, we had no expectations, we weren't, we didn't know the culture, we didn't know language, we had zero dots connected, right? The minute we were born, we start connecting dots. So we start connecting the dot that when I cry, I get the food that I need, or when I cry, I get my diaper changed, And then eventually, as we grow a little bit bit older, we connect the dots of language, right? We understand that saying blue means the color of the sky and other hues of blue. And saying mom means I am addressing the person who appears to have given birth to me and is taking care of me, and similarly for dad. And so we just start the process of connecting dots in this world, right? And I'm not saying that. Doing so is bad. I mean, we clearly have to have some dots connected so we can learn how to navigate this planet and this life. But there are also dots we start connecting that maybe don't serve us. We might think they serve us in the moment, but when we look back, we wonder if we started to disconnect the dots, if that more expansive view would give us a clearer picture and a more awakened and conscious view of the world. So for instance, just the concept of God, and you don't necessarily have to be religious, a religious listener to kind of understand this concept. But, you know, let's say I I went to a, a Christian school. Okay, so the concept of God, Jesus, right? The dots started to get connected for me and many others that Jesus was a male figure with medium length brown hair, Mostly straight, maybe a little bit wavy, who you know wears clothes that are similar to like a Torah, you know, something um, that maybe re- resembles something Greek or Egyptian, you know, type times. And so we have these dots connected for us mostly, right? Because we don't really know. I mean, there's some descriptions from historical context and, um, you know, of who Jesus was when he was on this earth. But we have these dots connected, and we hold those dots connected. And so we start to connect all of the dots surrounding religion that we have been told. So depending on what religion you grew up in, or if you didn't, that's okay, too. But if you grew up in a specific religion, then you had a whole bunch of dots connected for you as well. And those Connected dots create our truth, what how we, you know, move around in this world and the beliefs that we have, and the beliefs that we have, then largely dictate what we desire in life, how we interact with others. And so there is a multitude of effects from the connecting of these dots. Other examples of connecting dots include what success means, right? So we grow up and, okay, the dots are connected in a way that, okay, I get good grades in school, the dot connects to getting a good position at a good college and then continuing to do well in there connects the dots to a good career and a good career is defined by the next dot, which is I make a lot of money, etc., cetera, et cetera, right? These dots continue to be connected and we continue to connect more and more dots. I think until many of us have some type of an event in our life, for me, it was the passing of my father. And it starts to make you question a lot of things, at least it did for me. And maybe if you're listening, you can understand and resonate with this. But for me, it made me start to question things like how much of what I have been believing is actually true. Is there room for curiosity really is the core question And then ultimately, as I started diving deeper, and actually starting a spiritual journey, because I would argue that before that time, although I believed in God, and I called myself a Christian, I don't believe that I thought deep enough to really be on a spiritual journey, it was more just accepting the connected dots, right? So at this point in time, I started to read, I started to listen to more podcasts, I just started to open my eyes to a different way of thinking. And in the process, now that I'm two years down the road of this, I realized a lot of it was just disconnecting dots. That the amount of money that I make has no bearing on or dictation on my value as a person or the service that I provide to people And I also now know that by disconnecting dots, that there are many people who don't go the traditional route and don't go to college and still make amazing impacts in this world. And so I just started to have a more expansive view by staying curious and just questioning, not in a sort of angry or reflective way of why did somebody teach me that or now I'm going to be intentionally antagonistic, but more just, hmm, I wonder if there's another way to look at that truth that I've held. I wonder if I can open my mind to a different way of thinking, a different way of being. And really that last statement, being rather than doing, became quite a big part of this journey for me, that another set of dots that I connected was the more that I do, the more packed my calendar is, the more productive I am, the more things that I can say I got done at the end of the day. I'm not a list person, so it wasn't really for me checking boxes, because for some reason that just hasn't been a thing for me, but... If at the end of the day, I can you know, report back to somebody or even to myself, I got so much done today, then I feel like I'm a better person. I'm an okay person. I'm acknowledged in the world. If I don't feel like I did a whole lot that day, like maybe I rested or I just read or I just read podcasts and maybe edited my own podcast, maybe I didn't feel like a productive member of society that day with the old line of thinking. And so challenging that old line of thinking has been really huge for me and starting to disconnect those dots where I would say busyness has not been something I have labeled my life in a very long time. And I don't feel like I'm any less of a person or professional because of it. In fact, I would argue the opposite. I have a lot more time and space in my day to reflect, to meditate, to be creative to be instead of to be constantly doing. And so these are just some of the life concepts, (laughs) the societal ways of extensive dot connecting that I have begun to disconnect and started to just surrender some of these thought patterns that I have to control things or that I even have control of things. Even just the concept that we have control is largely false. I mean, there are certain things that we have control over in our lives. You know, like if we have five different foods in front of us, we certainly can control which one we decide we want to eat. But in general, we don't control the weather. I can't control any of the drivers around me. I can't control whether or not a client of mine decides to take me on as their patient advocate or not. There are so many factors that are involved in all of those things that are out of my control. And if I give myself value based on how those things play out, I have connected some dots that can be very harmful. Because if I decide the day is bad because it rains, that has nothing to do with me at all. Or if I decide I am not an effective patient advocate, or I'm not a good business owner because a prospective client decides to go another route, or maybe doesn't even hire a patient advocate, if I take that on or process that as something internalized to me, I am creating a world that is centered around me, When in reality, there's nothing going on external to me that has anything to do with me. And similarly for you. And that doesn't mean that we aren't an important part of this society, of this world, of our communities. In fact, I think the more we can release those identities and needs to have importance placed on us, the more productive we can be in society because we've released the concept of me and how this affects me and how I affect it. But I like how Michael Singer puts it that our goal is to make the moment that passes before us better because it did. And if we really just lived moment by moment with that, I think even just that statement could change anything. And that statement is not a dot I had connected for me. It wasn't a thought process I had. It really required a lot of disconnecting of previous dots to even allow that concept to enter. So I hope that this has been helpful just to kind of help you open the door if you haven't already opened the door. And if you have, and you're far along on your spiritual journey, I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear your insights and maybe additions to this. And if this is the beginnings of just a crack opening for you of your spiritual journey, I hope that this inspires you to continue it. I will continue to kind of just monitor how these extra bonus episodes are being received. So feel free to send me any feedback, any comments, any insights. You can email them to me at claudia at peaceadvocacygroup.com and I will happily respond to all of them and I will pull from the feedback to make sure that I'm providing you with valuable bonus episodes that really speak to these curiosities in our journeys and hopefully impact you in positive ways. So thank you for listening. I'm hopeful this bonus episode was valuable for you and I look forward to hearing whether or not it was. And if it was, I would love if you would take just a minute to review me on iTunes honestly so that more can find this podcast. I look forward to seeing you here again next time.